Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host Candace Sloan, you know from Instagram, at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. And we're going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So I've got my junk food here, which is... A surprise, because I brought something for Noah and Toby's going to bring it to us during junk time. And you're going to thank me later. Later. (laughs) Also, you must know, I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching it in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've also seen every episode of Monk. I've seen seasons one through three, and those we've done on the show. So now, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Okay, guys, this is our season eight wrap-up. So, as usual, we are going to go through all of the things that we've learned in season eight... And that's going to be, we're going to do our regular segments with a little bit of spin on them, as you guys know, if you've listened to our other season wrap-ups. And we're going to start with Here's What Happened, and we're going to start with Monk's Past. Okay, so with Monk's Past, we start with the huge part of Monk's Past with the Cooper clan in the season opener. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., he would watch his favorite actress on his favorite show, okay? He would eat his favorite snack 10 round crackers with a glass of apple juice with one ice cube. With one ice cube. I love that's (laughs) so random. Also, he has never won a stare down. We learned this in, which episode is this? Where he's staring down the refrigerator repairman. And Natalie says, you know, this is your own house. You got to stare him down. And he's like, no, Natalie, I'm zero for five in stare downs. It's the disguise one. Mr. Rock is someone else. Yes, you're right. It's totally that one. And so now he's one for six, thanks to Natalie, because she helps him win (laughs) his first stare down. His mom got him Cowboy Hank for his 10th birthday party, where he was completely traumatized because all of his friends left the party after Cowboy Hank left. We see this in Mr. Monk and the 100th. No, not the 100th. (laughs) Mr. Monk and the 100th birthday. No, 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 no. This one is so hard. It's happy birthday, Mr. Monk. Why do they do that? I don't. It's the only one. It's so It is the only one of the the entire entire series. series? Yes. That they don't say Mr. Monk. Isn't it so confusing? Because you just instinctively just go Mr. Monk and, and then you're like, eh. I always think of 100th case. Because it's a milestone. That's why. Oh, my God. For sure. Yeah, and we obviously see the traumatizing... He doesn't think Dr. Bell can handle it. They close the drapes and do all the stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and then we're going to end off with some Sharona. So when Sharona left, right, because this is a part of his past. Yeah. She took one of Adrian's shirts to a different dry cleaner and has since lost the ticket because it's been five years. (laughs) So he's been missing a shirt for five whole years. That's actually kind of impressive for Monk. Yeah. Um, He also paid Sharona $20 more a week than he did Natalie. And her kid ate more. And that's why. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> she had a kid. I have a kid. There's eight more, okay? Okay, uh, we're already on to Monk's relationships. So we're going to do friends and family first. Okay, so we'll start with Samuel Wangaya. So they bond, obviously, in the foreign man. Mm-hmm. They bond really quickly over the death of their wives. And then Adrian shows Samuel the ropes in America. And they end up being friends in the end. And they tell each other there's no better friend 
than you and it's so adorable and i cry every time Aww. it's really sweet and it's a nice like mini friendship that actually ends well for adrian we see a lot of things that do not end well for him and this one does and samuel at the end says knowing is everything when he's talking about his wife Aww. and so we know what happens with that oh so. that is true i didn't even think about samuel at the end man i love samuel yeah. um well as you were saying that you know his friendships usually don't end so well with shelby the dog I love Shelby so much. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shelby was such a good relationship for Monk. She gets him out of his comfort zone, and he really gets used to having her around and, like, enjoying her. He takes her everywhere and really wants to get back to her whenever he's at work or whatever. He even considers keeping her in the end, which shows a lot of growth, but sadly, she's taken away. Yeah. Because he doesn't want the family to be split up. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they kind of get you there at the end. Because they're like, oh, he actually would want to keep the dog? And he's like, oh, well, they can't be split up because family. And you're like... Stupid storyline. <laughs> Family storyline. Okay, of course we see Harold. Harold Crenshaw. We see in group therapy that Monk once again is out of his comfort zone. But even worse when Harold is in the group therapy. So basically they bond over trying to be... Um, Killed, basically. Murdered. <laughs> yeah, like, because they think... Well, not they think, they know. They're being murdered one by one, like, in the therapy group. Mm-hmm. So they're in the trunk of the car, and they basically realize, like... This is it. This is saving us. It's protecting us from all of our fears and phobias. It's not a fear or phobia. So that's cool. And then they actually tell Dr. Bell that they've become friends. And Harold shows a final act of kindness whenever he lets Adrian have the group to himself, which mm-hmm. is really cool. And that's the end of the Harold relationship, which is so sad. I'm kind of sad we didn't see him in the finale. Yeah. That would have been a nice touch for sure. Yeah. Adrian? Uh- <laughs> Adrian? 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 Of <laughs> uh, Sharona in the reunion we were all waiting for. Adrian and Sharona meet again and pick up literally right where they left off with the dry cleaning ticket. Catch up about her nursing and Benji. Not nursing Benji. <laughs> we learn that she is still in Jersey and she's working as a nurse. She's working as, as a nurse. nurse. <laughs> not nursing <laughs> Benji. Where she manages a veterans hospital. Her and her ex, Trevor, are separated for good this time. Thank God. She also has an Uncle Howie, who is a con artist, and was murdered. She, of course, bonds and ends up making friends with Natalie. They all say goodbye to Sharona again. But very important closure for everyone and this relationship. She also does end up with Randy. Oh, well, that we'll get to that in uh, Ooh. romance. Ooh. We have one more friends and family. And, of course, that is Molly Evans. We know that Molly is the daughter of Trudy Monk and Judge Ethan Rickover. She's 26 years old. She's a movie reviewer. And Adrian has found her after all these years and now sees her as his own daughter and a piece of Trudy, which is amazing. She really functions like Trudy also. Like, as far as Monk's phobias and eccentricities go, she really calms those down and gives Monk and his life more meaning and purpose and gives him someone to love. So. Agreed, agreed. All right, so... Now on to romance. Okay, we'll start with Natalie and Steven. So, not our favorite couple in this series. And I I, I put why. Uh, why? Someone asked, wait a second, why, why hate- do we hate Steven so much? Oh, so, I'll let you answer. Why? Just just briefly. <sighs> okay. First of all, how could you even say that? Second of all, Steven's basically the reason that... Monk got poisoned. Okay, but you hated him before. Okay, we hated him before. Okay. He's basically a replacement Mitch, and he's kind of creepy, like, 
oh, I've liked you before Mitch. Didn't he say that or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's weird. You don't say that about someone's dead husband. And <laughs> also, he's just he's just too similar to Mitch, I feel like. He's not, like, another random guy. He's not, the, like, the leper, which we we were rooting for the leper. And Steve I came out of really nowhere. I actually really liked the leper. Everyone liked the leper, but freaking oh, Steve came true. out of nowhere with his basic personality and basic... Basically, Mitch. <sighs> like a one-dimensional Mitch. Exactly. Like, there's no... Like, because they couldn't really give him more dimension because the show's not about him or Natalie. Exactly. So, I, I... I Just really quickly, I think my problem isn't with him specifically or his personality. It's more of like what High Conrad was saying when we interviewed him, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. He was saying, like, well, Natalie didn't really... Like, she didn't need any of those guys. Like, she was too good for the rest of the gang, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like she didn't need a man at all. And not in a like fi- I know. and not in a feminist way, but like just the way that like at the end when it shows Stottlemyre, Natalie and Monk walking in, it's like Natalie just didn't she I don't doesn't... think she'd need I mean, I guess it's because Stottlemyre has TK, Monk has Molly, then Natalie would have no one. And maybe that's where like they felt like they needed to pair her off because then she would have had no one. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but she didn't, I just don't think she needed it. When the fact that she ends up, you know, quote, being with Monk as continuing to be his assistant, I don't think she needed someone else. I exactly. don't know. She could have ended up with any of the three leading men and I would not have been mad. Yeah. That's, yeah. So. I mean, that's, that's why we hate Steven. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I would say like, hate, like, it's more of just like, I would have been okay if he wasn't there. Yeah. Whereas, like, Stottlemyre is very, like, he loves love. And when he's in love, he loves really hard. And so TK is much more of a an authentic relationship t- type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, we've seen him married to Karen and stuff like that. Yeah. But Natalie, we've never seen her in a relationship, so we don't need her to be in a relationship. So. Agreed. Okay. So, of course, we met Steven and Mr. Monk is underwater, but he has known Natalie for some time because he was best friends with Mitch He's mentioned in uh, Mr. Monk is the Best Man as Natalie's date, but we never see him yes. because they don't show him. And then they're seemingly like planting the seeds of their rekindling romance because at the end of Underwater, they're like a non-thing. She's like, I can't do this because of Mitch. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, he's my date. And you're like, all right, that kind of jumped. but. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he returns in the end part one when Monk's being poisoned, which is very suspicious because... Monk's being poisoned, thanks to Steven. <laughs> and then it's presumed that she's with him in the end. Even though we don't really see him, right. it's it's presumed that they're together. Yeah. So, for sure. Um, okay, so next up we have Randy and Sharona. So, this is a relationship a very long time in the making since basically season one. Yeah. And a very successful reunion between the two of them in season eight. We see them with the serious flirt and then they end up kissing in the end of Mr. Monk and Sharona. Then, in, in the end, part one, Randy is like basically alluding to him and Sharona the entire time. And in the yeah. final scenes of the show, Rand- we see Randy ride off into the sunset with Sharona to Summit, New Jersey as chief of police with her photo on his desk. Yep, very cute. Love very, it. Very cute. We do. This is a couple that we do like, just for the record. We've well, discussed it. We've discussed well, that what difference, what could have been. But I feel like we're much we're more happy. okay well, that's the thing, too, is especially because Randy leaves to get a new job, he definitely needs someone. Yeah. Like, if Natalie was like, 
okay, Mr. Monk, you're with Molly and I quit and I'm leaving, then sure, give her a guy. But the fact that she's still there and the captain and Monk are still like in her life, like she doesn't need a man. So moving on, moving on. Okay. So the captain and TK. So speaking of riding off into the sunset, that's exactly like literally what happened with them. They have a sunset wedding on the peach. Um, We see them meeting and happy birthday, Mr. Monk. And they get married four episodes later and Mr. Monk is the best man. But they do sum up their relationship really nicely and they do kind of time jump for us so that mm-hmm. it's not super, super rushed. And then TK is okay with Leland being a cop in the end, which is really sweet. And she puts on his badge and everything. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like in the end, they're a great match. And best man, it's a little questionable uh, because of all the things you're like, really? She didn't know she was a cop. Like he was a cop and all yeah. this stuff. And then, like I said, at the end when she puts on the badge, you're like, okay, She's yeah. cool with it. And it was her evil sister that was putting it all together anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we see them enjoying life together in the end. And Leland is still in disbelief that he found his Trudy. Oh. Okay. So next up we have the badge. Yeah. So in Mr. Monk Goes Camping, we see, this is the first time we see the badge. We see Adrian up for reinstatement where the committee is two to one in his favor. Then he spends the entire episode trying to schmooze the one board member to change his mind only to get turned down by a vote of two to one at the end of the episode yes so that's what we see like that's episode 12 Mm -hmm. and then two episodes later in mr monk and the badge we finally see him get his badge back albeit kind of randomly Mm -hmm. but he does he's very excited it's what he's always wanted and then it's not everything's changed he's changed the department has changed he's not his own boss anymore so he quits and he gives it back. And it's very, very short-lived. And that is literally all of, of the badge, badge the, yeah. the whole buildup. Um, and, and we know in the end, he still consults with the captain and Natalie's there. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's all for the badge. Kind of anticlimactic, but yeah. they handle that well for sure. Well, this next one is not anticlimactic. So go ahead. <laughs> next up, we have Trudy's Case. Okay, so throughout the series... Obviously, we've had very little information about Trudy's case, but all in all, it comes together for sure. So let's start from the very beginning. Do you want to start? It gets intricate. So how about you you start off with with the basic information that we know? All right. So basically at this point, it's been around 12 or so years since Trudy died. Christmas 1997, Trudy Monk was downtown running some errands. When a car bomb, you know, we all know the story. When a car bomb exploded her, you know, killing blah, 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 on the way to the hospital. Okay, so here's where all the puzzle pieces come in. Okay, so the first piece of the puzzle is Warwick Tennyson, who Monk finds in Manhattan thanks to Dale the Whale because he tells him he's in New York. So they fly there. Tennyson is on his deathbed, and he explains that he was hired to build a bomb. He was paid $2,000 to assemble a 10-pound plastic bomb with magnesium charge detonated by a cell phone. He says he knows nothing about the man who hired him except for that he had six fingers on his right hand. And then almost four seasons later, okay. we find out that the six-fingered man, again, thanks to Dale the Well, uh, we see him. Dale hires him in a massive scheme to frame Monk, which we see in On the Run Part 1 and 2. Okay. His name was Frank Nunn. So remember that name? I do remember. Okay, yep. and he's confronted by Monk in the warehouse, right? Because Monk figures it yeah, out because yeah, yeah. he has six fingers. So Monk tackles him and he wants answers about Trudy and they're fighting. And then Sheriff Rollins shoots him 
and he makes it seem like it's Monk, and they do the whole gun switcheroo thing. Mm-hmm. So in the end of that saga, there Frank Nunn is dead because Sheriff Rollin ki- kills him, mm-hmm. and there's like no leads. But they do search his apartment, and then they find that the person that hired him to plant the bomb is named the Judge. Do you remember that? I don't actually. You don't? Okay. The Judge. Yep, the Judge, and like that's pretty good, big clue, you know. Yeah, and then that's the last thing that we hear until season eight. So. Okay. Okay, so you want to go ahead? Yeah, sure. Okay, so in part one of the finale, we see the man responsible for Trudy's death, like, kind of. We see him call on the phone, Joey Kazarinski, but it's like, you know. In the dark. In the dark, yeah, Mm -hmm. whatever. He confesses to killing her. Then at the end of that episode, we see Adrian finally open Trudy's Christmas gift, which, of course, we saw first all the way back in season four, and see that it's actually a videotape with the details of what happened to her. Yeah. So, and in the end, part two, we see the contents of Trudy's actual video. She explains the missing midwife, Wendy Stroud, who had, who Adrian had been investigating. She's the, she's the woman who helped deliver a child she had with Judge Ethan Rickover, you know, the judge. The entire thing had been a secret because Trudy was a student of Rickover, and he was married at the time. Trudy also explained that Wendy missing was strange, but even more strange was a call that she received from Rickover that day. It was random and out of the blue, and he sounded off. The tape was her final goodbye to Adrian and all the clues he needed to crack her case. So essentially, we knew for sure that Ethan Rickover was the guy, but some of the pieces were still missing. So the first piece is that the body of the missing midwife, uh, Adrian determines that she's buried in the judge's yard, which is why he never moved from his house, even though he's a successful judge and still lives in a really like small, modest house. So he finds the body, right? And then... The other mystery is when Rickover says, take care of her, and then he kills himself. Monk can't let that line go. And then he finds a newspaper when they're like cleaning up. And he realizes that, unbeknownst to Trudy, her child has survived. Yeah. And then that's where we get Molly. So Molly is the real answer to the whole mystery. And Trudy's basically final gift to Adrian. Oh. So it's beautiful. I love it. Oh. So that's that's here, that's what happened. That's Trudy's case. Trudy's case, the badge, Monk's past, his relationships, romance, friends, family. So we're ready to move on to our likes and our dislikes, otherwise known as our lows and our highs. Okay. Okay, Noah, kick us off. So this is gonna be what, our number three. Our number three low. We're starting off with lows. Okay. So Yeah, it's instead of naming these like by titles. Like, of the episodes, I like to name them by, like, the event. The event, yeah. Okay. Okay, so this is when Monk confuses his dead wife with another man's dead wife. Yes. So this, of course, is in Mr. Monk and the Foreign Man. We see the entire episode, Monk projecting his unsolved case with Trudy, like, onto Samuel's unsolved case about Edsara. So he's basically, like, mixing the two. Yeah. He's obsessing over it, and he, like, starts to refer to his wife as Trudy. And then finally, it all builds to a head where when Samuel and Monk are in the back of a killer's truck, there's a lot of killer's trunks, no? Yeah, it's trunks, <laughs> trunks, cars, vans, yep. And Adrian tells Samuel, this is your final lesson in America. We confuse our dead wives with other people's dead wives, and then we give up. <laughs> <laughs> then to top it off, he beats the killer down and forces him to say Trudy's name, even though he has no clue who she is. <laughs> Say her name. Say her name. I don't know her. 
I don't know how <laughs> you say it. <laughs> so while it is very funny, it is it is the number three low for yeah. this season because confusing dead wives. I mean, come on. Okay, number two, our number two low for this season is losing the stand. Okay, so instead of taking the stand, we've got losing the stand. So when Mr. Monk takes a stand, he goes to defend his undefeated record against the undefeated Harrison Powell, the uh, defense attorney. Mm-hmm. We see the lawyer rip Monk to shreds on the stand, embarrassing him in front of the entire court. And he even goes on a late night talk show and brings it up. That's and then, so messed up. And Dr. Bell's like, oh, did you see the talk show? Like, <laughs> what? And he's like, oh, nothing. And he's like, no, you saw something. He's like, no, it wasn't anything. Uh, I, I don't really even remember it. And he's like, you saw a 10 minute <laughs> talk show last night and you don't remember what it said. <laughs> it's so messed up. Okay. And then... This devastates Monk, and it causes him to want to quit for fear that any criminal could just hire Harrison Powell, and yeah. that's all they have to do. So he doesn't even want to help Randy when his little buddy is in trouble and, you know, is charged for murder until Natalie forces him to do it. And then it really gets into his head, and he has this whole self-dialogue about being former Detective Monk. Is is that right, former Detective Monk? Is that right, former <laughs> Detective Monk? So definitely, definitely a low low point yeah, for, for Monk. Yeah, sure. All right, so our number one low of the season is tonight I'm the judge, okay? Okay, some people, you know, you could obviously think this is a high, and you probably wouldn't be wrong, but you definitely cannot deny the fact that Monk was essentially on his deathbed with nothing to lose and was planning on murdering a man who had taken everything away from him. Most people would not really consider revenge a high point. Right, yeah. this has to be... The top spot for sure. It's either the number one high or the number one low. So <laughs> yeah, and we've got a good one for the high. So I figured this this is a better low. Yeah, for sure. Than it is a high. So mm-hmm. okay, let's. And speaking of highs, let's move on to highs. Right. So we have the Cooper clan. Okay, I had to make an executive decision on this one because Noah and I discussed this list, and we disagreed about some of the others that he thought should have been here. But in Mr. Monk's favorite show. He is absolutely over the moon about meeting his favorite actress, Christine Rapp. We see him like, this is the season opener, guys. Like, they're obviously, like, showing you, like, he's super happy, super excited. He's in line at the bookstore to meet her. He's quizzing all the other people in line. And he's like, I said, was her name? Was her name? (laughs) Okay, so he's, like, destroying them at trivia. Then he actually, like, fangirls when he meets her. He, like she uses his wipe or something and he's like, I'm going to keep this forever. Super non monk of him to do. Mm -hmm. He was totally fangirling. Then he's willing to pay to be her bodyguard. So like, we could pay you a thousand. It's like a thousand dollars a week or whatever. And he's like, okay, I can't pay it all at once. She's like, no, we'll pay you. And he's like, ah, yeah, that makes more (laughs) sense. (laughs) So he is over the moon. He is super excited to read her book, even though he has no clue what is in it. He's super like excited about, them watching the Cooper clan together, even though she's completely disinterested. And she's mm-hmm. like, just basically trying to hit on him the whole time. <laughs> he just like, does not get it. It's so funny. He's even happy when he meets the other washed up actor. And he's like, say Shucky Darn, say it, say it. <laughs> he's, so, he's still so happy. I mean, obviously he's not happy later, but about half the episode, yeah. he is like extremely happy. And uh, Toby had a good point too. Cause I talked about it with him and, he was saying that the whole show was basically a running joke of how happy he was when everybody knew how devastated he was going to be once he read the book. Yeah. So it was like they purposely were making him extremely happy. Mm-hmm. So 
So that's our number three high. But you did help choose the other ones. So yeah, I left true. I left those in place for you. Okay, so number two high is former, former Detective Monk. So very short-lived happiness with this one, but very, very adorable happiness. First, we see when he gets his badge in the hallway of the station. Oh, yeah. All of the officers are, like, watching as the captain hands over the box, and Monk is just really, like, in disbelief, and it's, like, really surreal that it's happening. Then Natalie's sending him off to his first day on the job, and they're both, like, really, really happy. <laughs> so and adorable. And just filled with joy. And they're just so nervous, and they're just so adorable. Then oh, he's like wait, they polish the bullets. Mm-hmm. You don't want to shoot. You don't want to shoot anybody with a dirty bullet. Don't want to give anyone an infection. <laughs> We're so funny. <laughs> and then even when he starts on the job, he's happy to have his old desk back. And when he gets to be on patrol, he shows off his badge. It was so long awaited that Monk gets his badge back after all of the anticipation was just too much for him to handle. It's so funny. And so he's just like cute. holding up the badge. He's like. Put the badge down. I know who you are. Like, just put it away. <laughs> so funny. Okay, so now our number one high for the season is Monk and Molly. This oh. has to be the highest high we've seen throughout the series. It's basically the closest thing that we get to an actual reunion with Trudy. Like, how much more emotional could he be? Yeah. I mean, it's Trudy's daughter. It's a piece of Trudy, and Monk just cannot handle it. It's just wild. And, of course... When they meet, he's so overwhelmed with emotion. He Just to be, like, in her presence. Of course, he settles down over time, kind of, sort of. Because he gets, like, really obsessive with her. And he just wants to hang out with her all the time. He wants to go to the film festival with her. He keeps taking, like, a thousand pictures of her. And he even wants to quit his job just so that he can hang out with her. So, But she kind of nips that in the bud really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but he really is, like, he's on cloud nine with Molly. It's really, like, obviously a big high. And this is one of the few things in the series that we actually see stick. Yeah, she stays. Right? Like, unlike the other happy things we see, like the badge, Shelby, the Cooper clan, like Molly actually sticks around and changes him for the better. Just like Trudy did. Okay, that was our number one high for this season. Okay. All right, next. This is going to be a fun part. Here we go. He's He's the the guy. guy. I'm so excited for this. All right. Do you want to explain to them how he's the guy works? Okay. So we basically have an honorable mention and a favorite for our two categories. Our first category is guest star. So the actual famous person who played whatever character. Mm -hmm. So like IE, Sarah Silverman, Snoop Dogg. Those are the actors. Then we have favorite side character. So would be like Marcy Maven or Murderous, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So... Do you want to start off with your honorable mention guest star? I would. Okay. Okay. So, my honorable mention actual actor person is Alex Wolf. Does that ring a bell? It doesn't. Okay. Is it camping? It is from camping. Is He's it the little kid. The the Ritalin kid? Or like the, the, the kid on drugs? No, the, not the kid on drugs. The kid with the mole and he's like... And he's he's the son of the... Oh, oh yeah, he's a yeah. good actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. So that kid, I've he was my he's the guy for that episode, and he grows up to be the main person in Jumanji in the new Jumanjis. Oh yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Oh so, nice. That kid was a good actor. I yeah. lo- I love his line. I've never said it before, but his line whenever the guys are trying to buy the fish from him, and he's like, "No, it's not for sale." 
And they're like, no, really, it's 50 bucks. And he's like, no, it's not for sale. Like, yeah, yeah. He's such a good actor. He I is. love it. That's a good one, Noah. I like that. All right. Who is your honorable Okay, my mention? honorable mention is Kelly Carlson. Okay. As Lola in Lola. Mr. Monk is Someone Else. Oh, okay. I thought that was fantastic casting. Very, like, mob vibes. Very, yeah. like, like, which, you know, she's not, like, Italian or anything. Like, she doesn't have an accent. But she's just very, like, uh, like Marilyn Monroe-type character. You remember her, right? I do, but I'm confused. Isn't this our favorite actor? Yeah. No, Kelly Carlson. Yeah, I'm saying, Who's like... Ke- who does she play? She plays Lola. No, but, like, other than that. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, so you're I don't saying... really think that's how that works. Oh. I thought it was, like, the be- your favorite actor. It It was. It seems like a favorite character type thing. No, but it's not. But that's the thing is that Lola isn't my favorite character, though. You just like... I like the actress and how she portrayed the character. Okay, that's fair enough. Okay, yeah. That's fair enough. All right, well, my favorite actor, he's the guy person, is Eric Stone Street. Okay, yeah. Is that yours? No. Okay, so, a.k.a. Boom Boom from Mr. Monk and the UFO, a.k.a. Cam from Modern Family. I mean, this one was kind of obvious. Yeah, okay. Um, well, actually, we just started watching Modern Family, um, like, rewatching it, uh-huh. and we're super excited. Me and Toby are, like, every night, like, that's our, like, wind down thing. I was mm-hmm. like, I feel like, because he's always asking, Modern Family, Modern Family. I'm like, I'm trying to finish Everybody Loves Raymond. I still have, like, five episodes left. But that's our dinner time now. But now our, like, night time is... Modern family. family. And so we watch at least two episodes and it's been amazing. Oh. And Eric Stone Street is so, so funny. funny. Oh I my can't. god, I love it. He's Eric very, Stone very Street. funny. Okay. So if you thought that yours was obvious, mine's gonna be way more obvious. Okay. My favorite he's the guy for the season is Biddy Shram. Wow, <laughs> cheap. I was thinking of doing that, but <laughs> It honestly though, honestly, and I get what you were saying about like Lola. You're like, but who is she? Like literally, I was looking through the list. There are not a lot of big guest stars this yeah. season. Yeah, there aren't. There just weren't. Mm-hmm. I that no nobody like uh like how I said Sarah Silverman's Snoop Dogg. Nobody Sarah like that. Silverman, yeah, not even like mid celebrities. Yeah, I think that Christine Rapp was supposed to be a famous person, but I don't know who she is. Yeah. Like, is a season opener or whatever? They were going for that? I, I don't know. Um, I think there's other people. It's just, it's just one of those things I think that maybe they were lost on us because we're younger. younger we don't yeah. know who they are. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, like I said, Lola was not... I don't like the character of Lola and, like, what she stands for or anything. I mm-hmm. actually genuinely liked the actress. I thought she did a really good job. And I thought that they casted her really well. Yeah. But as far as Biddy Shram, of course, she, I mean, it, it just reminds me of Monk, you know, saying, hey, you still got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, she does. Like, Biddy just comes back. And, and I also put her on here because she didn't have to come back. She sure. She quit a series that went on to big success without her. Mm-hmm. And she could have been salty. scorned by it, salty about it. And they invited her back, which was amazing of them to do. Mm-hmm. And she accepted, which was amazing of her to do. Very great. So, and I am, and, and think about too, like, Randy wouldn't have, they prob if she had said no, they wouldn't have give, like, let Randy 
go with her. Mm Because that would be extremely random. Yeah. Extremely weird. So she gave us that storyline, too. Which I like. So... I, I liked it. I mean, I I think that she did amazing by coming back. I think mm-hmm. that showed a lot of character and grace from her. So. Yeah. Good job, Brady. Love you, Biddy. So, my favorite honorable mention side character, which is basically like my favorite character and not my favorite actor, yeah. is Cowboy Hank. Really? Is that yours? Oh, no. no oh, no, you no. I like your, your, yours was such a good reaction. So oh, okay. I <laughs> I'm like, no, I didn't choose that. <laughs> he was on the list, though. Oh, he was on the list of contenders, for sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay, my honorable mention side character. I hope I didn't choose your favorite one, because this is a good one. Okay. It's Gilson. Oh, no! You, you didn't? Did okay, oh, gosh. Gilson is literally a baller. Oh, my He's God. I didn't even remember restroom Gilson. attendant and Mr. Monk and the Critic. This is an epitome of a character who makes an episode, yeah, like balanced because Natalie and Julie have not really even Julie, but Natalie has her own storyline. She is the driving yeah. force of, hey, this is you know, I'm accusing this critic, blah blah blah. Monk is very like, um, not detective y, Natalie is doing his job, right? So, Monk has his little side parts are all with Gilson. Yeah. And Gilson kills it. I didn't even remember Gilson. That is such a good one. The Michelangelo of laboratories. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I'm kind of mad that I didn't pick him. I know. Oh, that's such a good one. Okay, well, my top favorite side character is Samuel and Gaia. No. Yeah. That's mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did not think you would pick him, of all people. I was Okay, I was going to choose Molly, but okay. I was like, mm, side Basic. character. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. Samuel. Okay, yeah. For sure. Oh, my God. I love Samuel. Samuel. Two bucks a day. Natalie you were the funny. Oh, my gosh. She's like, two bags a day. And then, oh, Natalie Tiga, you have taught me how to laugh again. It's so sweet. And he picks her up. Oh, my gosh. It's so sweet. I love Samuel. I love it. Absolutely. My favorite side character. Yeah. What does he say? Like, the pre-wash cleansing cycle. The what? The pre-wash cleansing cycle. If you're going to learn this country, you need to know the customs. It's like. Edra Monk, that finger, what does that mean? He's like, uh, it means we're number one and we need to hurry up. <laughs> All of his lines you. are so killer. I also, I'll just mention some some of my honorable, just down the list, I got you. Ansara, I loved her. Okay. Talk about one scene that she like makes it. She literally is like the driving force behind the episode. For sure. And you're like, that's his Trudy. Like, mm-hmm. you feel emotionally connected to her. Like, oh my gosh, she dies. Like, that's a very, very good one person, one scene. Yeah. Um, I, you know, but she's such, she's not in it very much, so I didn't choose her. And then the sheriff. sheriff the Rowan? sheriff? No, the sheriff. That's the other season. Oh. Uh, sheriff um, in the UFO. The sheriff that they go, like, he gets shot <gasps> and they're in the desert. Oh my God. He's that's a good one. He's another good one who helps a lot with that episode mm-hmm. so Definitely. i just thought i shot those out because they they were they were close mm-hmm. i was deciding between those but 
That was a good one. That was fun. That was good. That was really good. All right. Here's... Oh, crap. My junk. I I need to text... My mystery junk. Oh, no. I need to text Toby. (laughs) I'm so excited. Junk time. Welcome back to my favorite time in yours in the show where I get to eat junk and Candace asks me questions and we do your voice. Okay, so I'm not sure we have a viewer's voice to Oh, my God. Oh, no, God. Wait, no, we do, because we have the list. We have the list. We have a viewer's voice list? These yeah. are always my favorite. Okay, so first what we're going to do is our Instagram stuff, because right. Toby's making our food. He should be. Okay, so I'm going to go through all of the quiz questions and let you guys um, try to guess. I'll give you... So I'm quizzing Noah, and I'll give you guys a little pause so that you can try to answer the questions as well. So these are questions that we did on our Instagram on Trivia Tuesdays, and I'm going to say the ones that you guys as a whole group got wrong. Okay. Okay. All right. So first question, Mr. Monk's favorite show. What is the name of the letter carrier in the Cooper clan? The letter carrier? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Daisy Green, Daisy May, Daisy Palmer, or Daisy Brockowitz? Brockowitz. That is correct. Oh my god. I'm so happy about that, actually. I feel smart. <laughs> okay. Ooh, this one's interesting. What kind of trophies does Adrian have in his summation dream? Is there... They're sports. It's a, it's a sports trophy. Do you want answer choices? Yeah. Basketball, baseball, football, soccer. Okay, okay, I know what it is, but my first inclination was like disco. Oh, <laughs> but right. it's football. It is football, it yeah. Is football. Remember, guys, you guys, I was very surprised you guys got this one wrong. Y'all said basketball, but no, remember, he easy. catches a football. Yeah. In the dream. He literally, yeah. That's an obvious one for sure. Yeah, okay. Oh my gosh, you guys got this one wrong. S- terrible, guys, terrible. Finish the lyric. Scamp, get off that. Natalie, this is okay. I'm giving you all a hint. Get off that, you. No, scamp, get off that. Ottoman, Divan, Armoire, Chase. Scamp, Ottoman? get off that. Ottoman? Ar- what is it? What are the chases? Ottoman, Divan, Armoire, Chase. I only know what an Ottoman is. Okay. I- I'm going to give you guys Devan. a big... I'm going to give you guys a clue. She's singing the theme song from the Cooper clan. Divan. It rhymes with Cooper Clan exactly. It's Devan. Okay. That was by far only okay. three people got it. Out of how many? Um, I can't do math that fast. I don't know, maybe <laughs> like fifty. Oh my god! Yeah. Scamp, get off that Devan. Okay. I don't know what a Devan is, but I'm assuming it's some type of '70s piece of furniture. <laughs> okay, which of these is not one of Monk's laundry piles? Okay. In the foreign man, right? When they're doing laundry. Yeah. Off, off whites, left socks, darks, indigo. Left socks. Darks. Darks. What's your final answer? Darks. The final answer. It is darks. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so good at this. <laughs> We've got your whites, your off whites, your off, off whites, left socks, right socks, all the primary colors, red, yellow, blue, and then green, indigo, and something else. <laughs> so, something like that. So, yes, it is... It is darks. Let's go. I'm so smart. <laughs> okay. And Mr. Monk and the Critic, what food does Natalie find at the Critic's house? Strawberry. Strawberry, old pizza, 
Shrimp, Chinese dumpling. Chinese dumpling. That is correct. Oh my god. Well, I almost I almost got that one wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of sort of did because you guessed before. Okay, but it's okay. Well, it's, it's okay. fine. Okay. It was an initial guess. It wasn't locked in or anything, so fine. Okay. In Mr. Monk Goes to Group Therapy, which of these was never a member of group therapy? Which of these people? Okay. Augie, Brenda, Xavier, Barbara. Augie? What in the... <gasps> I thought it was a cake at first, but then I'm excited. Is that is that yours or is that mine? Or is that ours? Wow, the plating. Well, chef... Chef, Chef Toby. T- Chef Tobias. <laughs> okay, wow, guys. We have some... Uh, you want to tell them what we have? Toby just delivered our food. We have some Korean bulgogi. Bulgogi, as I like to call it. Okay, want to taste? I do want to taste. Toby showed me how he actually made it. Well, he, like, caramelizes it in this cast iron skillet. Oh, my God, Chef amazing. Toby. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Mmm. Holy crap, Toby. You mm. done yourself. This doesn't count as one of my favorite junks, huh? Oh my god, that is so good. Okay, so back to that question. It was not Augie. Augie is the heavy set guy that introduces himself with his fears. Okay. So you have Brenda, Xavier, and Barbara. It's either Barbara or Brenda. I'm gonna go with Brenda. That is correct. Oh. I believe Xavier's the killer who killed the girl who was okay, in the, the creep. Yeah. And the girl that was in the class or the girl that was in the group therapy who dies name was Barbara. And then the angry that. woman's name wasn't Brenda, it was Rhonda. Yes. That's a good That was a good gift, yeah. right? Okay. So this is in Happy Birthday, Mr. Monk. Monk compares the self cleaning vacuum to sliced bread, so, okay. the wheel, Clorox, the light bulb. Crap. Clorox. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. That is incorrect. No! I have no idea. Slice bread, the wheel, light bulb. Okay. Obviously, it's a saying. Slice bread. But, I'll go with slice slice bread. That's also incorrect. Oh my god! The wheel or the light bulb. Okay, it's definitely the wheel. It is the wheel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm proud. That's my worth one. Dang it. Ooh, okay. In Mr. Monk and Sharona, Adrian asks for what drink in the murderer's apartment? So this is Sharona. Orange juice. That is correct. It is orange juice. Freshly squeezed. Most people said Summit Creek water. Wow. Yep. Okay, this one's an interesting one. And Mr. Monk goes camping. What does Monk sound like when he screams? The little girl. More specific. High pick. Opera an, singer. An infant baby child. Okay. Paul Revere's little sister. Paul Revere's little sister. A screeching howler monkey or Harold Crenshaw. Paul Revere's little sister. That is correct. You guys thought it was an infant baby child. <laughs> Which, by the way, I wasn't using my opinion. Uh-huh. I, obviously. I was using a line from the show, just just to be clear. Ooh, Okay. And Mr. Monk is the best man. Which of these terms does not describe the Bachelor Party movie? Sinful, 
Sexy, shameful, shocking. What doesn't? Yes. Which of these does not describe the Bachelor Party movie? It's on the sleeve. I remember. remember. Okay. Sinful, sexy, shameful, shocking. Shameful. Is that your final answer? Sinful. Is that your final answer? Shocking. Final answer. Shocking. That is incorrect. Oh my God. Sinful, sexy. Sinful. That is incorrect. How? It was sexy. It was, it, it, the, the sleeve said sinful, shameful, and shocking. I could have swore. It was one of my last guess. I know. Oh I my know. God. That's funny, huh? Okay. In Mr. Monk and the Badge, what was the name of the crazy cat lady's cat? Okay. Do you, you don't remember it off the top of your head? Mr. Heckles, Mr. Winston, Mr. Barton, Mr. Zamir. Oh, God. I know it. I know it. Mr. Winston, final answer. That is the answer that everyone else said. No. Yep. Mr. Heckles? Nope. Okay, then it's Mr. Zamir for sure. It's Mr. Barton. Oh my god, I am missing so hard. I would have never guessed Mr. Barton. Oh, it's so funny. Oh my god. No way. Okay, I'll throw you a softball one. What's Julie's favorite condiment? Easy, easy, easy. Honey mustard. That is correct. Softest of balls. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I think these are pretty easy. There's no way you won't get these because we've seen them so recently. <laughs> Which of these items was in Randy's floorboard? Magician's hat. Siren. Dumbbells. Fuzzy dice. Dumbbells. Dumbbells. That's correct. And then the last one is what is Molly's job? Mm. Journalist. Movie reviewer. Most people said journalist. It's She's not a journalist though, guys. She's a movie reviewer. Mm. She's not a journalist, though. Okay, next I'm going to quickly go through our Here are the Thing Thursdays. Okay, I try not to share them actually a lot on social so I could read them here. Uh-huh. So that you guys don't, like, haven't heard all these answers before. So, we're going to start with, what is your favorite TV show besides Monk? This is a good one, right? Mr. Monk's favorite show. Obvious. Okay, we got Criminal Minds. Okay. Uh, Helsing. Uh, never did. Doctor Who. That's a good one. Supernatural. Okay. Psych. Oh, okay. Lindsay says right now, I really like Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Okay. Uh, Top Gear. I used to watch that show a lot. Never even heard of it. Also Criminal Minds again. Okay. Psych again. Okay. Stranger Things. Okay. Desperate Housewives. Allie McBeal. That's an old show. Friends. Woman After My Own Heart. The Odd Couple. Flash. Psych. A flash? Mm-hmm. I love a flash. The Golden Girls and Everybody Loves Raymond. All right. Everybody okay. Loves Raymond. Another Psych. Criminal Minds. Grey's Anatomy. Wonder Years. And Psych. No monks. No, I said besides monk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, literally said besides monk. Okay. Next question. Do you believe in aliens? Me? No. I... You guess what you think people said. Oh. Yes. 53% said, so it's very close, said no. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, next one. This one's a weird one. Do you have a doppelganger? No. 
Yeah. Uh, or I don't know. Two people said that they did. <gasps> I don't know who those people are. But <laughs> they did. Um, next, have you ever had a friendship bracelet? No. 64% said yes. Dang it! And then I asked any other friendship items like my pillow that I had discussed. Mm. Uh, someone said friendship necklace with matching puzzle pieces. Okay. Right? Uh, matching necklaces. And then someone said a book. Like uh. a book we would exchange. Like, that's kind of cool. Next is, do you use public restrooms? <gasps> no, 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 no. There's no way. Do you use public restrooms? No. 78% said... When you gotta go. Oh my, yeah. I mean, well, it wasn't, I wasn't told to be phrased like that, so. Kind of unfair. Okay, have you ever had to sing in public? I'll go with yes. 56% said no. Oh my god, have I gotten any of these right? Uh, 100% said no. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Do you believe in voodoo? No's. 79% 79% said no way. Let's go! Ooh, 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 ooh. This one is easy. When is your birthday? We've got... No. Uh, Anika <laughs> says June 25th. Mr. Muck and Sykes says August 25th. Laura, February 5th. Hens, Tony's fan, January 16th. Mackenzie, November 29th. Tony Shalhoub Daily, December 13th. Chick P88, September 7th. Lindsay, December 29th. Randy's Ties on Monk, March 8th, and Jesse had me at Psycho, September 7th. Oh, coming up. My birthday is June 5th. F- July 4th. 3rd. It is July 3rd. Stop. <laughs> Why did you stop me? I tried. Well, you it's July 3rd. It's, okay. it's close to the holiday, but it's not the holiday. It's the day before, so. Yours is June 8th? Yeah. Okay, okay wait. Sometimes someone, I think it's June 9th. There's someone August 25th. That means this is probably going to go out near that date, no? No? What's today's date? August 15th. Oh, okay. So it is almost Mr. Monk inside. Release birthday. it I think on it's, the... I think Ella runs that page. I think that's her name. So oh. happy birthday, Ella. Happy birthday, Ella. Well, or happy birthday in two days. Uh, this, this one is from Mr. Monk and Sharona, I guess. I put Sharona and Randy endgame, question mark. Okay. So the answers were, the answer choices were loved it or I'd be fine without it. Loved it. 68% said loved it. Knew it. Y'all are basic. I knew it. <laughs> the first one you've gotten right. <laughs> so basic. You like them? <laughs> really? Basic. <laughs> okay. Thoughts on Julie and Benji meeting. What, what these are These it? are people submitted. It would be the best thing ever. Okay. A bunch of okay signs over and over again. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. What? I think that could have been fun. I always kept hope for that when Sharona came back for one episode. This would be amazing, but it'd be so strange to see Benji all grown up. Well, you can see him. His name's Camershot. He, Aw. Uh, he's at Camershot. At? Insta. Guess what? Camershot. <laughs> um, I never would have thought of it, but it would really be amazing Y'all should really be writers. Knew <laughs> it, knew it. Ha! Screw you, Andy. And then someone said, <laughs> and then someone said, forced. What? It would be forced. I mean, it didn't happen, so. Well, that's not. That's not, that's not what forced really means, but whatever. 
Okay. Imagine not wanting a um, Julie and Benji meetup. Next one is, do you have a dog? Yes. Yes, it was. 53% said no. What? What? Guess this one. Okay. What's the best dog breed? German Shepherd. No. Uh, Golden Retriever. Okay, we have Scottish Terrier. Oh. Or Lab. Okay. That was my sister. She knows. I had a Scotty. Um, Golden Retriever. Okay. Golden Retriever. Easy, easy. Bulldog and German Shepherd. I, okay, so t- two of mine have made the list. Golden Retriever. Oh my god, I'm so good at this. Corgi. I don't have a preference. I, f- I can say so. If I find a puppy I like and the puppy likes me. <laughs> uh, cuteness levels in all dogs vary for me, but I always love pugs, so I'm going to say pugs. Facts. Oh, I have a picture of a pug I sent you. Yes, right? yeah, very cute. cute, very cute. I was dog sitting. Um, someone said, I don't like dogs. Wow. And that is it. Straight up. Nice. Okay, next Four have... golden retrievers. That's kind of good. Okay, next, have you been camping? Uh, no, it's on those. Not all those, but maybe like three or four yeses. Uh, sorry. Three yeses. 59% said no. Yep. What? Yep. What? Ooh, this one was a good one. What is your spirit flower? Okay. Black Lotus. Dandelion. Okay. Daylilies. Daylilies. Violet. Violet. Blue Hydrangea. Hydrangea. Uh, Lindsay found the same quiz as me and got Sunflower. What did we get? Uh, I got an Iris. It was like about wisdom or something. And then you got Rose, but you took a BuzzFeed quiz. Oh, yeah. Um, Tulip. My favorite. The flower that grows on a cactus. It's funny. <laughs> uh, tulips again. And then a poppy. Hmm. Try new things and help enjoying others. Help enjoy enjoy helping others. Help. <laughs> enjoy it. What did I say? Help, help enjoying enjoy others. others. What? What? <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> okay. How did you feel about Monk getting his badge back? Um, I liked the ending. After so much buildup during the series, it felt like Monk was throwing his goal, his life goal away. Um, as we found out, he wasn't happy. It's true. Okay, this one. How long would you have waited to open Trudy's gift? Uh, a week. Right then and there. Right then and there. Immediately. Probably the following Christmas, but then I'd wrap it again and open it every Christmas. Aw. Sweet. The day after her funeral. I probably would have opened it at Christmas like she said to. Roll follower. Um, one year and one year. Okay. Okay, and then the last, here's the thing, Thursday is thoughts on the final episode. We got, it ended great. I watched it when it aired and I loved it. Uh, Someone said, loved how it ended the way it began with the stove. Um, Someone said, so good. I love Molly and I agree that it was never too fast or too slow like other finales can be. I loved how it ended. Um, I loved it. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Monk was able to find peace and is smiling again. Okay. So... That was it, guys. That was it for our Insta, our Instagrams. Okay, our and grams. then next thing is one of our favorite things to do and is determine which was our favorite junk this season. Yeah! You have the list. Do you want to read the list for us? I do have the list. Give me a sec. Okay. I do have the list. Uh, 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 um. Also our least favorite. Yeah. The really gross one. Okay. Our junk list is episode one of season eight. We shared s'mores. Episode two, hot cocoa bombs. Episode three, cheesy wavy lays. And I got a Reese's cup. 
Episode four, Cheez-Its and Reese's Thins. I got a Reese's Thins. <laughs> um, episode five, Chex Mix and Wisps. I think I have the Chex Mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, 806, Brahm Sticky Bun Shake, which I believe you had, and I had the mm-hmm. pistachio shake. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> episode seven, uh, I had an In-N-Out Shake, and you had Paleo Mix. Episode eight, Goncha. Goncha? Mm-hmm. Paleo peanut butter cups. It was one of those little Mexican things you had. With the little ball maybe on top or something. The pink thing. The pink thing with the ball on top. Mm-hmm. Doesn't ring any bells. Doesn't ring any, like, any bells whatsoever. Mm. Um, Magic spoon. I remember having that. Paleo cake. That's what we had for our fan episode. Mm-hmm. What is it called? So uh, episode 10. Apple Jacks. I had probably had Apple Jacks. And Brownie Thins. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 11, Fritos and Paleo Blondies. So good. Those are so good. Uh, episode 12, Sea Salt and Vinegar Chips. Ugh. 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 I remember I wanted those, and then by the end of the episode, I was just sick. I think my head hurt now. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay. Um, uh, episode 13, Chicken Express and Hot Wings. Oh, Pastafina hot wings for me. That was real okay. good. That was real good. Okay. Episode 14, a classic, Chia Seed Pudding. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. Uh, oh, 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 episode 15, Raising Canes. Oh. That was so good for me. You had pork rinds, chips and salsa. Oh, you had pork rinds at the beginning. Oh, I, I had Raising Canes slash pork rinds. Yeah. And you had chips and salsa. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. The very fun. last episode kind of made it climactic for you. I don't know. I don't. I did not like the lemon poppy seed. Well, you don't like lemon. I don't like lemon. I it do. I do. But I got Whataburger. Mm-hmm. Very good. I do remember that. Not Raisin Cane's good. But. I know my worst for sure. All right. All right. Do you want to share that first? Okay. My worst for sure is the wisps. Those were so gross. Wow. Um, it's not what High Conrad had either. You were right. He had something like rice crisps or something by Quaker Oats and mm-hmm. yeah no that was not that these wisps were disgusting I my my lowest one is sea salt and vinegar chips oh yeah didn't do it yeah. for me yeah. ugh, 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 ugh. okay are we allowed to to do bulgogi or do we just agree both of us that that was the best that was the best for you I mean I don't I was just saying like just so we could choose another it's just one of outside those. of questioning it doesn't count. That's not. This isn't an official episode of the season. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Just so you guys know, the bulgogi is amazing, and the bulgogi it's was so it's good. Toby's special recipe. He adapted it for my dietary needs. But if you would like to try, uh, it's called Mom's Bulgogi by Magnolia Table Joanna Gaines. So that's where we got the recipe. recipe. Yeah, and it's it's just as good. But yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first on your favorite? Okay, I need a, I need an honorable mention, I think. Okay. And a okay. favorite. So probably my honorable mention would be the hallways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Predictable, predictable. Okay, and then my favorite is gonna be the Brahm Sticky Bun Shake. Really? Yeah. Do they still have that? I think right now they do. I think because it we takes have them to get it. Well, it takes them a long time to get their seasonal stuff. Yeah. Out. Okay. So. I guess I'll go next. Um, coming in at second place, 
honorable mention, Raisin Cane's. Okay, yeah, Raisin so Cane's classic, is the bomb. Yep. So classic. And number one, I think I'm going to have to go Paleo Blondies. Oh, okay, Just, yeah. Oh, she's so, obsessed with these paleo blondies. Oh, so good. <laughs> You're welcome for being paleo for like a billion years. It felt like. They're so good. Okay, so that's actually the end of junk time, except for, like you said, we do have a listener list. I love so these. these so I actually, did. it didn't print out on mine, so do you want to <gasps> read the listener list? Oh, So just real quick. 15 to 1? Yeah, uh, we'll go uh, go backwards. Go 15 to 1. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Okay, Jim Halpert. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number 15 okay, wait, from Chi. Okay. Yeah, let me see how you spell it. Pundu. We'll say Chi M. Yeah, I think it's Chi Mapundu, but Chi is good. Chi's good. I know her as Chi. Chi. All right. So, number 15, Mr. Monk and the UFO. Thank you. Okay, whoa, don't, don't give whoa, Noah, don't give sorry, away. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't give away our list. Guys, remember, you're remembering this just slightly until we're comparing it to our list later. Yeah, okay. okay. Number 14, Mr. Monk takes the stand. Okay. Okay, number 13, Mr. Monk goes camping. Number 12, Mr. Monk and the Voodoo Curse. Number 10, Mr. Monk in the Badge. Okay, calm down with the excitement. <laughs> number okay. 11. Oh, wait, no. Wait, what? Number 11 was Badge. My bad. Number 10 is Mr. Monk is Someone Else. Okay. Number 9 is Mr. Monk's Favorite Show. Okay. Number 8 is Mr. Monk and the Critic. Number 7 is Mr. Monk and the Dog. Number 6, Mr. Monk and the Foreign Man. Number 5, Mr. Monk Goes to Group Therapy. Number 4, Mr. Monk and Chirona. Number 3, Mr. Monk is the Best Man. Number two, happy birthday, Mr. Monk. And number one, Mr. Monk in the end, parts one and two. Slap together. And she did say that she liked two better than one. So. Okay. 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 All right, guys. So that's our, that's our listener list for our ranking. So just keep that in mind when we continue on in just a little bit. All right. But now we're moving on to... Plot holes. Welcome back to my favorite... Nothing because plot sucks. Okay, this is my favorite segment, and it's, but it is nice and quick today though because we only have two plot holes essentially each. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I don't have like I have six. Okay, <laughs> okay. So I usually have two. So this is <laughs> okay. Do you want to go first? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Do you? I'll go first. Okay, I'll you go, go first. first. All right. This is my most proud of plot hole. I'm really proud of myself for. Okay. Oh yeah. So we this. yeah. So we have most proud of and biggest. Right. So. Okay. The one we came up with that was most proud of, and then the biggest one of the season. Okay, my most proud of is Randy and the Critic. Okay. Randy in one scene has a full head of hair, and the next <gasps> oh my has a buzz cut. Dude, you totally, totally saw that. I know. I was, I was, I've, every time I say that, I feel so smart. <laughs> we rewound it and everything, and it was like, like look, look. It was like, like high up <laughs> above his ear. Like, I mean, it was... Long hair, yeah, in one scene, the short hair before, right? Yeah, yeah, and it might have even like went back or something. I yeah, forget. I feel like the the guy from Incredibles, he's like, look, look, yo, <laughs> with Dash. I've never seen this. That. Teach you've never seen The Incredibles? Mm-mm. It's so good. I watched it the other day. Oh, I watched it on the plane. Oh, oh, on the plane. oh, oh the airplane. <laughs> okay. Okay, so very good catch, Noah. Love thank that you, thank one. You, thank you. Okay, mine is 
called... This is the one I'm most proud of. Okay. This is called Voodoo Endgame. Okay. So the killer, right? So this is obviously in the Voodoo episode. So the killer was trying to throw Monk off, right? So he, so she was trying to scare Natalie into thinking that she would die so that Monk would get off the case. But what were to happen if Monk had kept investigating it and not figured her out? She sent a voodoo doll to Natalie with the head chopped off. Mm-hmm. So was she planning to chop Natalie's head off? Yeah. So that she would have to, like, she would have to keep, keep that yeah. charade going. Yeah. Because if Natalie had never died, nothing would have happened. And all the other dolls came true. Mm-hmm. So hers had to come true also. And remember, she never brutally murdered anyone. She only murdered her uncle. All the other people died by accident. And all she did was give him pills. So she never brutally murdered anyone. So she should have given Natalie a different doll. Yeah. That like a heart attack, something that you can't see or something Mm -hmm. like a, you know, heart attack, something that you can't see because then no one, you know, well, no one would know like when the heart attack was coming, but it's like. You basically pretty much said whenever your body get chopped, your your head's gonna get chopped off. You can see, yeah, and it has to happen. Like it has to happen. You could somewhat, yeah. You could just dodge things. Yeah. Mm. So basically, the girl she had made all this hype, like oh, the voodoo dolls are gonna come true, and then she made one that was too drastic, Mm -hmm. that didn't make any sense. So, I I don't know if if y'all followed that, but. I was pretty proud of figuring that out. Yeah. Like, wait, because what would have happened? What was her end game with this? If if he hadn't figured it out, he would have kept solving the case, and Natalie's voodoo doll would have never come true. It's a good so. one. Okay, all right, it's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. Okay. So my biggest plot hole, which is you know, episode breaking, whatever you want to call it. Okay. There are some really episode-breaking plot holes this season, such as the fact that Monk has a doppelganger that looks just like him oh, and is oh, a mob oh, boss. Oh, okay, oh. or or maybe in group therapy, the fact that every single member gets killed off so Monk can be alone in his group therapy. Okay. Either way, my biggest plot hole is definitely one for the books. It's more or less about this one season and more about the entire series. It is so easy to get reinstated. Monk should have been reinstated such a long time ago. Which goes with my storyline that I said. Remember, I said Trudy's killer should have been somebody on the review board who was stopping him from getting on the review board because there was no other real reason that they held off for so long. That's a good one. That's a good one. Your other ones were good, too. I forgot about the doppelganger one. Yeah. That's funny. Like, that's pretty... Big. Yeah. Like, it's he's in San Francisco and he's in L.A. And nobody has ever seen the guy that looks just like... I don't know. He's yeah. a famous detective. He's been on In Focus. Like, he's had stories about... You know? I don't mm-hmm. know. That's a, that's a good one, too. Okay. My biggest one is called Test the Marble. So, there are a lot of plot holes in Mr. Monk Takes a Stand. The fact that the guy saw him on In Focus mm-hmm. and then said, oh, solving a ho- high-profile case would help you get reinstated, wouldn't it? Blah, 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 blah. Also, Randy's bracelets. Why does he have two of the bracelets mm-hmm. when the kid should have the other one? Um, but mine is just testing the marble. When Monk is on the stand and the guy's like, oh, this marble, does this piece fit with this piece? 
Or does this piece fit with this piece? Oh, like, yeah, that's the stupidest thing Okay, ever. guys, you know that you can test rock, right? <laughs> and you can test it and or a scientist would be able to go, yes, this is marble. It doesn't change its form. Yeah. Just because you break it up into little pieces, it's still a solid rock that looks just like the statue marble, yeah. that he made. I, I'm just like, how is that a defense? And why, as an attorney, would you bring in a wheelbarrow full of, of the rock that proves your guy is guilty? <laughs> like, what if the judge was like, actually, I have this same marble at my house. This is marble. Like, <laughs> what? Tess is a marble. Oh, my gosh. It was so stupid. Does this one fit with this one? <laughs> this is so weak. It was so, and it was rude. But, and yeah. then also another, another one I had, uh, a big one, like you did, like the doppelganger one also was the, right after this episode takes a stand was the, um, the critic where, uh, Julie like forces the confession out of the guy. I've never seen her before. I've never seen her before. Okay. And they're like, aha. And it's like, yeah, that's one of those things that does not stand up in court. Yeah. Where you're like, I did not sexually assault that girl. And you're like, oh, you said you never saw that girl. Uh -huh. That doesn't happen. You can't. You can't do that. That was another plot hole. But, but yeah, my biggest one is test the marble, guys. Yeah, for just sure. test it. That one is it's ridiculous. Way too big. Maybe back in back in old two thousand seven, they didn't know what marble looked like. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. No, because there's another episode a long time ago where Monk he has a little tiny piece of gravel in his hair, and he's like, "This is volcanic," blah blah blah. And the and the guy at the hardware store, like Ace Hardware. The hardware store guy is like, oh, yeah, this is the kind of rock. It's called volcanic ash, and we use it in uh, driveways. Wait, so what? this is in another episode of Monk a long time ago. What episode? It's possible that it's the psychic episode. Oh. I think. But my point exactly. They have a long time ago, Monk was able to identify one piece of rock. Yeah. And eight years later, no one can identify a wheelbarrow full of it. Yeah. So... But that was a good one, guys. Good plot holes. Good plot holes. Good plot holes all around. Boop. Boom. Boom. <laughs> okay. Next segment is... Hey, you guys. It's Candace. Please don't be mad at me for doing this. But I am ending this season eight wrap-up right here. Uh, but don't worry. Part two is going to come out. This is just part one. We're about halfway through the episode and we are doing so much extensive research for our series wrap up that we just don't want to leave you guys hanging anymore and not posting. Um, I mean, I guess you guys will have to get used to us not posting, but that's another topic. Anyways, my point is, is that this is going to be in two parts. Please don't hate us. Um, we want to, you know provide some content um, each week and w this is just a an easy way um, also I haven't edited the other half if I'm being completely honest with you um, because I have been spending so much time doing research over the entire series of Monk so that way we can make you guys a super epic series wrap-up okay if you're listening to this um, there's no way we've recorded our series wrap-up yet. So if you guys want to leave us voicemails, emails, DMs, text messages, anything, anything that you want, you can send it to us. Um, we will play 
probably everything that we get on our series wrap up. So don't be shy. Reach out to us if you've been wanting to. This is your literal last chance. So go ahead and do that. Also, if you guys, uh, if you need content, like if you're like, wait, wait, what do you mean call? What do you want me to say? Well, for one, you could just say hi. Uh, For two, you could tell us how awesome we are. (laughs) You know, I mean, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't hurt us. You know what I'm saying? Also, you could ask us any question that you have ever wanted to ask us, you know, like, what's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? What do you think about blah, 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 blah. You get the picture, okay? I mean, monk monk related, not monk related. I don't, not sure if anybody else wants to hear not monk related stuff, but whatever questions you have for us, guys, this is your last chance. Maybe we play it, maybe we don't. You have literally nothing to lose, okay? So we will see you next week. I will release it next week. Don't worry. I won't keep you waiting that long. Next week will be the part two of this season eight wrap up. So we're going to start off with how crazy was Monk this season. And we're going to end it with our countdown as we usually do. Going to go through all 16 episodes of season eight. So thank you for listening thus far. We'll see you guys next week. And as Noah would say, give me a kiss. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.